NetCredit is here to say yes to a personal loan or line of credit when other lenders say no. Apply in minutes and get a decision as soon as the same day. Loans offered by NetCredit or lending partner banks and serviced by NetCredit. Application subject to review and approval. Learn more at netcredit.com slash partner. NetCredit. Credit to the people. This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May of 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. There's no place to escape to. This is the last podcast. On the left. Side stories. Yeah, your That's when the cannibalism started. Side, Side stories. stories. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm ready to get. Ready to go. Ready to go. Recording. What you got to do is he's cutting at the wrong angle. What are you talking about? He's got to come in with a mm. slashing motion. You want a man, when he wants to make a slashing motion, he needs to bring a slashing motion closer to his chest. I've learned so much about knives. Oh, knives. I think you're talking about cutting down Christmas trees. No, 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 never. That's manual labor. I was well, watching a show. Well, so if you get paid for it. During this time period, right? During Christmas time period, I'm looking, mm. always looking for something to watch that's not like necessarily just like Christmas related. I just need something to watch that is not of the holiday. Sure. It's not necessarily just my murder movies, which I love and true crime, blah, blah, blah. The struggle is real. I have discovered this show that I have no idea why it was not a national phenomenon. You don't know why? No. What's it called? It's called Knife or Death. Knife or Death. Hosted by Goldberg. On Lifetime. Oh, my goodness. Goldberg. Do, dude, you got to look at this fucking show, dude. Aish. There's this guy that every single time he cut anything. So it's like you basically, you go home. It's all the guys from Forged and Fire. Okay, but they put them forged. in motion. They make them do these obstacle courses Well, I don't with think they knives. need to do that. No, dude. It is incredible. It's Each episode always has like one guy who looks like Steven Seagal, who oh. he thinks that Steven Seagal is the ultimate fashion icon. Okay. There's always some guy who looks like a pirate. Great. Right? There's always a minuscule woman that I feel like they put in there just so like, look, see, we put a woman in there. Strong like bull. But then they they oh, it's very difficult for them because you gotta have bigger frame. Oh. Right. But it's all about chopping logs, chopping ice, chopping rope, right? Mm. You do these things. You also chop accuracy, right? <laughs> sure. It's just one thing that's got it's got turn. I mean, it's the best show I've ever seen. A lot of chopping going on. It's a chopping show. There's okay. a whole world of chopping. Do you know this? I do know the Have entire Have you heard of Blade world. Sports? Of course. I know all about where, them. This is where we, we need to go into, dude. It's quite difficult. Well, you have to forge the blade yourself, no, which no. I don't think we're capable of doing. Not in Blade Sports. In Blade Sports, you can buy a competition Oh, then blade. it doesn't count. Wait, we can get into it because it's it's like darts. It's a thing that it's four men who look like us. Hmm. We can really, like, it's incredible, but I love this fucking show because it's just every misfit from uh-huh. the Forge and Fires universe. Uh-huh. They put him in action and do all of these fucking knife shit. And it's so funny because none of them can move. Well, isn't and that they're fantastic? All di- they're all dying. Each one of them's got diabetes foot. Aww. And like everyone, so you'll have one martial arts guy. But this is my, I want to put this question to the audience. Sure. What it's with martial arts guys and getting real fat, but then continuing to wear the geese. Well, like, because I think the gi, the gi is just, it's a, it's a dress for a man. It is. That's really all it is. But they, it's like, is it because martial art guys have to drink a lot of booze because they're not allowed to fight? Because in martial arts, you're like not even you're supposed a to use weapon. it. Yeah, but you're not supposed to use it. I was on a YouTube hole of Steven Seagal 
That man can move, and I don't care what anyone says. Oh, my God. Welcome to Side Stories, everyone. Great. Ben hanging out with Henry. Yeah. Uh, Steven Seagal's actually back in my good graces. I'm not what? sure if he was ever out of my good graces. Steven see? Seagal Law, man. He's the fucking, one of the most he's, fantastic docuseries of all time. It is a good television show, but he is currently, we, the fraudsters just did a whole series about why Steven Seagal's like a bad person. Oh, But, but yeah. also, the, he went but to I Russia. But I saw the movements that he was doing. He He's just, a, have you ever it's seen him run? very fun. I wish that you could see him <laughs> yeah. run. He does these, like, his arms <laughs> are, like, tight to his breasts, mm-hmm. where he runs back and forth. It's economical. It is economical. It's really and important. And that's exactly what he does. Well, anyway, I hope Wait, everyone's doing well out dude, there. Dude, you should watch Knife or Death, man. I will. it's just nothing. It's pure. You know why it's pure? Because you know what's pure? A knife. You don't have to fucking. I don't know if a no knife politics is in pure. it except for the man who's wielding it. Except there was one man that was like kept talking about how they're he's in a war and he's preparing for war, but the whole time Natalie and I are watching it, thinking like, well, maybe if he get it out of his system with the knife sports, that might actually really help him. This might uh-huh. actually be a good way to take all of that free floating rage and put it into something constructive, like chopping. All right. Well, speaking of those two horrendous things when used uh, in the wrong hands, the Moscow uh, update just for this week, they did say that it was possible. Of course, Moscow, uh, Idaho, for murders took place, absolutely devastating. Uh, There's new new evidence that a white Hyundai might be involved. But uh, again, cops are like, well, don't just go hunt down everyone with a white Hyundai. What do you mean? Like like Herbie? (gasps) Are you saying the Hyundai did it? Not Herbie the Love Bug. No, Hyundai the hate car. No. And then it's going out there and he's good. What if that's what it is? What if this is a, a maybe he doesn't understand because he's a car and he can't think, but he's sentient. Mm. He did it as an anti-Semitic attack, not knowing that none of those kids were Jewish. Well, and of course, that would be horrible on Wouldn't every level, no matter bad? what. So apparently the surveillance footage could potentially be important as the Moscow police announced that they were going to be looking into the occupants of said white Hyundai who may have, quote, critical information. It was seen speeding the night the four students were killed near the gas station. So who knows? Who Hopefully knows? that's something that we can lead to the conclusion of that heinous, heinous uh, crime. So, I don't know. They might I just be know. looking for Panera, like, discounts. Because they can find know. out that that one Hyundai, because sometimes I wonder, like, oh, yeah, sure, the cops are doing their job, blah, blah, blah. But I actually wonder sometimes if they put out those APBs for a white Hyundai, it's just because they're looking to buy one. Yeah. And then all of a sudden now they can get one that shows up. And they're like, it's oh, well, a- it was a part of a crime scene, so we get a discount. Well, that's the thing. Will it do for the white Hyundai what it did for the white Bronco? No. Of course, with O.J. Simpson, you can't buy a white Bronco any longer. As a matter of fact, the Bronco discontinued after that because it got a bad rap. Have you seen the the blood-speckled ones were actually really quite compelling? Well, a little on the nose, I felt. But, of course, uh, that's the world that we live in. A little on the nose. Do you want me to start with, because, again, it's a week to the horrid fucking holiday that is Christmas. Do you want Mm -hmm. me to start? With a, a ghost story, sure. All right, yeah, why not? Let's get let's get creepy with it. I have a bunch of creepy stories today. Okay. Some of the other stories, we do have a story of redemption that I want to share with everyone about how like sometimes Christmas miracles do happen, and we yeah. will get there. We will talk about a Christmas well, like, miracle, like this story out of Australia where scientists found clitorises on female snakes. That is what I'm exactly what I was teeing up. Thank God, which is just like finally about some time. intrepid scientist ate enough serpent <laughs> pussy that he knew because again it took a couple of incel scientists to just kind of just uh, just do the stick in the hole and not understand you got to go all around it. Yeah. But when he finally understood, because you know where the clit is, it's the whole tail. Oh, and if you suck on a whole tail of a snake, 
It comes and comes and comes and comes and it'll it'll marry you. Well, according to Megan Folwell, uh, uh, she's a doctor uh, there. Yeah, she says there was a combination of female genitalia being taboo, scientists not being able to find it, and people accepting that the mislabeling of intersex snakes. So evidently, people have been looking for that clip for a long time. You know, I I what I, 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 to be a scientist. We always put scientists on a pedestal. Don't I we? love scientists. And, but then it's like, what do you do? Yeah, I look for the clit. I look for snakelets. I look for snakelets, and it's like, get out of here. What, you're not a scientist. You're, you're some kind of weird snake perv. What well, they didn't discover is, but then there's the one guy who found snake balls, because I know snake balls are inside <laughs> of the snake. Yeah. But he's just like, yeah, we're looking for it. It's in its guts. And she's like, great. Great, you got it. Well, well apparently, they, they, have, actually, apparently what, they have two. What is the, is it? Okay. So are you supposed to give a snake pleasure? Is that what they're saying? That this is this is where the pleasure center of the snake is? Well, at the very least, they can receive pleasure. So snakes have two individual clitorises. But did clitoris work one, like that like it does for humans? I think that's why they call it the clit. So the double-walled organ is composed of nerves, collagen, and red blood cells. Uh, and of course, it is right there on the underside of the tail. Yeah, so they're having they're a good time when they're walking or, or slithering around. Oh, do you think they're always lightly masturbating? I mean, it sounds like it. You and know, these gals rub on everything. Absolutely. And that is just the, that's the jelly of the month club of animal news. It's mm -hmm. a, that's a gift that keeps on giving. It really because is. Then you, all you got to do is, uh, I wish my penis could be activated by me crawling on the ground. Yeah. Miss Fullwell said she started looking for it because the literature she had read about snakes, female organs. She didn't like it enough. She says it just didn't quite sit right with me. So she was reading a book on on clits there's, on snakes. There's got to be a clit. There's got to be a reason. And th this, I mean, I'm just but happy they figured happens, it all out. So they just flip the snake over and rub its belly until it starts twitching back and forth. So they just like, I actually, I guess that's the thing. As I'm still well, just kind of lost as to why we spend, like, not not to be in. The, why does it matter? Why do we spend the money? Like, why do we spend the tax money to look for the clits? But I, I, I'm I sure if this is a tax related thing. I guess as long as it's not. I mean, they got a fund somewhere, unless the most perverted zoologist in the world is paying for the study. <laughs> the government is paying for it. No, this is the Kissel, Kissel Institute to find every clit. Find every time a clit. Do you have like a trophy? Do you have like a trophy room in your house of every clits? clits? Absolutely. Every clit well, this is this is what she has to say again, Miss Fullwell. She's a scientist. She says, "I know it. The clitoris is in a lot of animals, and it doesn't make sense that they wouldn't be in all snakes." Um. So she's she really did some detective work here. I tell you she what. She says, "I just have to look to see if this structure was there." Or if it's just been missed. So did the snake now evolve a clit, which is For next what? step world domination? For what? I've never world seen, domination. But I've never seen a snake licking another. You know what? I'm going to look it up. There was I'm going to look it up. This is what say, I'm says. looking up. Do, do, does, does a snake. Well, with their big uh, snake tongues. Does a snake eat another snake's pussy? Yeah, let's see what the Google says on that one. You're probably uh, bringing a Pornhub. No, I don't want Ooh, to. Ooh, snakey Pornhub. Snake's vagina. I'm going to say vagina. Oh, wow. That's very classy. And the results are? No. No, it's they don't. It just says they have clitorises, but again, but why do they? Why? Well, this gal says there was this double structure that was quite prominent in the female that was quite different to that of the surrounding tissue. But again, there I was no why do we have it? And there was no implication of the penis structures I've seen before. So this is the pussification of the American snake. They used to have ding dongs. 
and now they have clitoris. Okay, cool. All right, cool. So we now found ourselves into the, the, the gender studies work. Well, until now, she says scientists believe snake sex was, quote, mostly about coercion and the male snake forcing the mating. Yeah, rape. So there so, you so go. So they're saying that instead that the snake woman can choose to feel pleasure and that it's actually up to the snake man or whatever it is, however they, they divide it up, they need to figure out how to please their snake wife. Well, this is interesting. She says... But now with the finding of the clitoris, we can start looking more towards seduction and stimulation as another form of the female so being more willing and likely to populate this, with the male. So this they're is gonna such a lonely woman. Blind date. This is such a Blind deep date snake this, edition. Why can't I find love? I believe every snake's got a boyfriend. Why can't someone come? I wish I had a clit find and well, snake Well, she talks about his clits on snakes. Who wants to? Uh, you can't have too many know. fun meals no, with that. I know a lot of ladies. I know a lot of ladies that are snake people. I know a lot of people that are snake people. A lot of them are very sexy. So actually, I feel like in the end, she might be getting boofed a lot. Eh, she and might then also be. understood, like, she's like, maybe while she's getting, like, with the machine, she got that clit sucking machine on, and maybe she got something up inside of her, and she's got two other people slapping her in the face with snakes. Maybe at some point, she's like, I wish snakes could feel like this. Yeah, she's just very surprised people didn't find it earlier. God also, bless. lastly, according to Associate Professor Kate Sanders, she says Miss Falwell's uh, work provides, quote, a fresh perspective. It is. So it, isn't it, that it good? Is there's definitely a, there's a, a fresh perspective on the clitorises of snakes. So yep. you didn't think we were going to talk about that this morning. Actually, I did because I knew because it was part of the article. Yeah, but you didn't realize that, how much it was going to change the world. And I know. So, we know. When I read it last night, hi, I was just like, it's good. She says this discovery shows how science needs diverse thinkers with diverse ideas, whatever you you need to move forward. I, all I know is is that the the search for the snake clip was fine, but it is going to be a hell of a time finding a tiger clip. Yeah, that's because true. you're going to have to really dig through a lot of apprehension. Yeah, um, especially right. well, as just go. a beady-eyed scientist from America. Live from your grave. The only acceptable reason to interrupt a podcast: your dog. <laughs> That was your dog saying thank you for BarkBox. You can take a minute now. You pet your dog. You're going to learn about Bark. It's the company dedicated to making dogs happy. Yay. Every month, BarkBox decides and delivers a whole new collection of toys and treats just for your best bud. No, Wendy, I can't get you a whip. You're too cute for weapons. Every treat is made with yummy, healthy, all-natural ingredients like pumpkin and sweet potato. Mmm, tubers. My dogs love their toys selectively, but BarkBox sends good little ones for the little tiny mouths. They have little mouths, but strong, big spirits. So they fight over the little toys. I imagine they think that they are hunting and going after little bugs and rats. And oh, they love their life and they love the they love what BarkBox brings. Because BarkBox brings the bark and puts it in a box. Yep. To get your free upgrade, go to BarkBox.com slash L-E-F-T. My sister is the best gift giver I've ever met of any person. It's Jackie Zabrowski. She shops all year thinking about her family and friends and puts little things aside for their birthdays and Christmases. I have no idea how she does it. I don't know how she do it. But guess what? She always wins Mother's Day, but not this year. I'm coming back. Ready to win Mother's Day and cement your reputation as the best gift giver in the family? I'm taking the crown.
All right, give the moms in your life an Aura digital picture frame preloaded with decades of family photos. I mean this. We have the Aura frame up in my home. We absolutely love it. I can put photos on it very, very easily through the app. It's fun to do. And the memories keep cycling and I get emotional and we filled it with pictures of Carmi and Wendy. And that is not sad. That is celebratory. So you should try it. It's honestly a really good product. Right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. Use code LEFT at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. Every day, I fight to set my child up for success, which is why, as I sit and read Carmi and Wendy Dune, trying to explain to them the concepts of the savior complex not working, doubling back on itself, the concept of what does it mean to be a living God? What are those limitations? What are those expectations? And honestly, I know they just want chicken. But there are kids out there that need this type of direct help. And IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids covering math, language, arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed to help them understand and master topics in a fun way. Not unlike me, reading children, Dune Messiah, getting to about 365, seeing where they're at. See if they understand anything. There's no more grading these worksheets. IXL grades everything itself. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. You can't even believe it! You don't want to make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And last podcast in the left listeners could get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com slash left. Visit IXL.com slash left to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. Now, let's take a look at this Christmas ghost story. Yeah, that sounds good. This might take a little bit. Let's let's walk through this. Together. All right. Christmas All right. ghost story indeed. No. During the first Christmas of the pandemic, my mom's older sister, Barb, passed away. And Barb didn't get COVID, though. What about Barb? What about Barb? But 10 years before that, she had suffered a bad head injury and she was trying to text on a flip phone while driving and she put her Saturn in a ditch. That's a problem. Okay. So that's, I'm sorry, Barb. Yeah. She was discharged from the hospital after a week or two. And despite being a little banged up, she seemed fine. But every time she came to visit after that, she seemed more deranged than the last time. Hmm. She used to be pretty boring and mellow. But after the accident, she got louder. She was boisterous. Most disconcerting was how over the time she became very handsy. So every time I'd see her, she'd give me like a big hug. They'd like tell me I look like a movie star, kiss my cheeks over Ooh. and over. Like, like, like even those when I was a teenager, I'd feel my arms, feel my arms and ask how often I worked out. She would all this sort of a loud, friendly way, though. But it made me uncomfortable. Well, That's just called course. ants. That is called ants. And we just discovered they also have clitoris. Yeah. They, honestly, scientists just break through, just broke through. Your Aunt Barb has a clit. Absolutely. Um, and you just tell Uncle George it's time for him to get to burrowing. Mm -hmm. Now, her relationship with her husband quickly spiraled after her accident and they got divorced. Then came a series of increasingly creepy boyfriends. Sure. Anytime I saw Aunt Barb with yeah. one of these boyfriends, she was super affectionate with him, right? It okay. was like making out. Getting real horny um, with it. One Thanksgiving, it was subtle, but I swear she was rubbing her boyfriend's dick under the table. Oh, hey, great. man, it's life doesn't end at 40. No, it doesn't. Sometimes it begins after a car accident and then your sort of ability to know, like, is this appropriate? Is it not appropriate? Is deeply damaged. It wanes. And now you're jerking off your boyfriend underneath the Thanksgiving table. Freedom. 
freedom. Fantastic. That's what they're saying is pure freedom. That's now, great. Years later, anyway, she passed away suddenly from an embolism. It was the week before Christmas. My parents had split up around that time, too. So mom went out to Aunt Barb's house to put some distance between her and my drunk shithead dad mm. and also to deal with Aunt Barb's affairs or whatever, right? Um, so I had never been to Aunt Barb's house before. So they went. It was a big, black, gray Victorian house. So as soon as I got there, I felt like I was walking to the old spend-the-night-in-dead-relatives-haunted-house-like trope, right? Oh, of course. That's a classic trope. Yeah, sure. Spend-the-night-in-dead-relatives-house-barb, who had a big clit and would always rub my arms. We we don't know how big the clitoris was. Oh, it was big. After the accident, I think it grew seven inches. Whoa, like the Grinch. Yeah. The Grinch. Oh. All right. (laughs) Now, Now, little I know how accurate that feeling was. Now, I've always been interested in the paranormal, but even though I've always wanted to, I've just never truly believed. I've never witnessed anything resembling an unexplainable phenomenon, not until that first night. Mm. So once I got there, I helped my mom clear out all the the guest rooms I'd have a place to sleep. Um, And then I did a little Christmas decorating to try to recapture some semblance of normalcy. Mm. And after that was done, I was ready to grab a shower and go to bed. Now, Now, decorating a dead person's house is a little macabre for the holiday season. I I mean, it depends on how much Aunt Barb liked Christmas. And he said they became kind of a hoarder. Oh. Um, and so, you know, it just thanks to just spruce it up. Sure. Right? After my shower, I went back to my guest room. I was wearing only a towel. Oh, my. I threw the towel onto the dresser and I let my cock flop out oh. right, while I dug through my suitcase for a pair of basketball shorts. Right? Wow. Yes. And that's when I heard something strange. It was a metallic kind of creaking sound. Mm-hmm. And I looked across the room by the window and saw one of the slats of the blinds start to kind of droop down in the middle. Now, I stood there. Oh, horny Wet barb. and naked. <gasps> right? Wet and naked. Yeah, wet and naked. Looking at the window for a long time, trying to figure out how, like, how part of the blind could be bending itself. Sure. Right? Maybe it was bent before. Maybe it was his cock. It was his cock hitting it. I don't know. No, I got an intensely creepy feeling like I was being watched. Mm. I moved to the window to slap the blind straight when suddenly it snapped back into place. Like someone was peeking through and then let it go. Oh, peaky blinders. Oh, yeah. It's peaky blinders. There you go. Now, nothing about it really made any sense. I was on the second floor and the window was closed. Regardless, I got dressed real quick. I was freaked out. Uh, but not so much that I couldn't rationalize it as a way, right? Right. So I went and smoked the bowl and went to sleep. Then in the middle of the night, I woke up groggy, kind of high, right? I had a massive hard on. Which Big hard on. It isn't unusual for me. I, woke up, I wake up rock hard all the time. Braggart. Braggart indeed, but yeah. of course at some point it does become more uncomfortable than others. Sometimes I wake up, and my, my penis does wake me up, but, and I, I'm like, go to sleep. Go to go to sleep. Take a rest. Right? This time I had a it's sensation. That, that snake clit you look at. Yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yep. Now, I woke up from an elusive erotic dream. I thought maybe I woke up from an erotic dream and I couldn't quite recall. My basketball shorts were pulled down around my thighs and uh. I was slowly grinding against the sheets. Or at least I thought until I felt a weight. Pressing down on my crotch. Uh-oh, what like about somebody Barb? was leaning and I, what about Barb? Wow. Now I wasn't grinding into anything. I was laying on my back and I could feel the sensation of something moving up and down the shaft of my penis. Wow. Like a hand it kept pumping me up and down, up and down. I was dangerously dangerously close to climax. Wow. Terrified and disoriented, I kicked off the bed sheets, screamed at the top of my lungs, What the fuck? Stop jacking me off. I can't believe snakes have clits. All right. My mom is a night owl and she's still awake in the next room watching Law and Order. She heard me scream and came pounding on my door. Cody, Cody, are you okay? Now, why would the mom be involved here? I mean, this sounds like a documentary I've seen. It seems like he's overreacting. The weird sensation immediately released my dick and I sat up soaked in a cold sweat, right? My mind rapidly grasping in every possibility to make sense of what had just happened. Mm. I told her it was okay. That I just had a nightmare and I was going back to sleep. She went back. She left me alone. As I lay there in the guest bed, I couldn't shake the feeling. I'd just gotten jacked off by my dead aunt. 
I stayed what the rest of Christmas getting Barb. terrible sleep, right? But I had, I had no more strange experiences, thankfully. She's, I don't know. she's not your aunt in the afterlife. She's just a hot chick with a brain issue. She's, he, he, honestly, the dude said I'd never spend a night there since we're getting fear of getting jacked off by his aunt again. Well, what's the problem here? It seems like this he man. He got molested. He did not. He, he was, was, that is no, molested. He was going through puberty. It no, he's, like he's an old man in this. How old is he? He's like fucking 25. He's like 25. That's male puberty. It happens he said later. He felt someone touching his penis, right? And the thing is, the key is, listener, if you're listening, did you feel acrylic nails? Like, I want to well, know also, whether what not, did it smell like? Did it smell like cinnamon like, and spice? Did you yeah. have... Did, did, yeah, that Bed Bath & Body Works, like, mm, that bed, pungent... Bath. Yes, indeed. And beyond, in many ways, did it... Did she say, I just run on pumpkin spice latte and Jesus? Like, did you hear that stuff? Because a lot of times, aunts will run on pumpkin spice latte and Jesus. They do. They really well, do. I thought it was a fascinating story because you just never know. And we've covered how many different stories of people having sex with ghosts. But this is the first time I've heard in test. Yeah, and uh, that aunt needs to be ashamed of herself. You know, you wonder if you get uh, some sort of brain damage here in life, does it follow over into the afterlife? Or did she just want to have sex with her nephew? So you mean to say that you think that do you think like Rudy's a senator in heaven? I have no idea. And then when he dies, and all of a sudden he's Rudy like Rudy Rudiger. Yes, and then he goes up there and he's like, "Let me tell you something about microscopes." No, I think he's gonna stay the same. He spoke at my university, couldn't understand a goddamn word he said. He's a colorful man. Uh, he's an interesting fella, and that story is again a lie. Well, speaking of children, this story is interesting involving this hippo. Again, another story of Christmas redemption. So this it took place in a district of Uganda. Right, and this kid's walking around. He's two years old. He gets eaten up by this hippo, and evidently he did not taste very good because then the hippo spit him out, See? and he was still alive, which I actually think is almost offensive. If I was the child's mother, I'd say, well, you, you're not going to eat my kid? No, children are filthy. You don't want to eat my kid? No, yeah, but I, this is a goddamn hippo, bro. I find this interesting because most of the time when you cover an animal story, you're always like, you imagine the animal as making decisions like they are like a director of a film. Like you think mm -hmm. that an animal knows what they're doing uh, and well, they make they these do choices. know what they're doing. But I find it interesting in this story that you don't see that the hippo, I don't know how I got myself into this position. Mm -hmm. He understood that he was making a mistake and that he was about to do something rash yeah. that he could not take back. Like that horrible story about the FedEx driver who killed a seven-year-old girl that he hit that was fine, but oh then he strangled my. her That's for some reason. That's very bad. Yeah, but you know, the hippo was better than the FedEx driver. Yes, indeed that, he was. As he understood, as he was swallowing the child, he was like, hey, let's think about this. Clarina? What's his name? Something How do you like name that. it? What is it? Was the hippo name himself? Oh, Brian? Okay. Listen, th hey, think about this, Brian. All right. We kill we eat this kid. All right. We're gonna be on every fucking list in all of Africa. Is this in Africa? This is in Uganda. Yeah, he was like, Yeah, we're gonna everybody's gonna be coming for me. I'm gonna have to deal with all these questions and shit. I'm gonna be fucking someone's gonna try to shoot me in the back of the head. I've like saved this kid. If I just spit him out, they think I'm saving him. Well, also, he didn't just spit him out uh, willingly. A dude saw this attack, and this man's actually uh, a runner-up for Hero of the Week. And he saw the attack, and he started throwing rocks at the hippo. That's Which would terrible. be rude, but the no, hippo was eating his child. In, you're not supposed to get involved with nature. Yeah, but this is involving a human, so I think that you can. No, man, no. He's they, not a documentarian. No, you're you can't get involved. That's what nature's supposed to do. Anyway, one of the rocks startled the hippo, which is just kind of funny to think of a hippo startled, to the point where it puked. So the hippo got so scared from the rocks it threw up the kid, and then uh, the Uganda police said this is the first of this is the first such kind of uh, of an incident where a hippo strayed out of the Lake Edward 
and attacked a young child. Do you think the cop showed up and they said, you got to be kidding me? you got to be kidding Handler. me. Chelsea Handler did that. Was that, that was the name of her the name album. of her special? Yeah, and everyone was that. Uh, isn't that funny how funny she can be there? That was uh, funny. So the, um, the boy did have some minor injuries and he was vaccinated for rabies. Because I don't know if you know this, but apparently snakes have clits and hippos have rabies. I actually didn't know that, but I know that hippos are the most dangerous land mammal. Do you know how many people they roughly kill per year? Uh, take a guess. Why don't you take a guess? Why don't you take yourself a fucking guess? A single guess? hippo? No, hippo in general. A big hippo? Multi-hippo. 150. 500. No shit. Yes, they say, and they weigh between 28 to 7,000 pounds. 28,000 to 7,000 pounds. You gotta be able to reason with these guys. And uh, they kill, yep. So they're actually the most dangerous land mammal. According to Lochran Trail, he's an ecologist. He says their bite strength is around three times greater than that of a lion. Yeah, man, they got bigger heads. Bigger teeth. Yep, and he says that is why they're so dangerous. They cause substantial trauma to the human body through crushing force. No, it's really bad. Being crushed is one of those uh, fates that I want to avoid. Yes. I feel of all of the ways I could die. I'd rather drown. I'd rather be set on fire than be crushed. Man. Well, because I was well, thinking about okay, this the so other day. There's, there's the two options of biting or being trampled. Well, I was just at, we were at Disney having a good time, but it was like they got everyone was like really mad because they didn't like that I brought up the fact that two separate people had committed suicide off the top of the uh, yes, parking structure. Very recently. bizarre. Everyone, everyone all sad. He's like, oh, you're bumming everybody out. Well, somebody has to remember uh, them. Um, but the thing is, is that I feel like that what's scariest for me. This is such a great Christmas conversation. Is the minute that you spend alive. At the bottom of the, on the ground, after you've jumped. Because it takes a second. You don't die immediately. Well, how high was it? Was it three or four stories? It's like four or five stories. Yeah, you're going to want to go, you're going to go at least 20. If you don't hit head first, if you don't hit head first, if your head don't pop like a melon, Mm -hmm. you're alive for a second. Yeah, and the legs kind of shoot up. Yeah, uh, you have to go like. That was a mistake. I I thought I could fly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No, never. And it's really very sad, Kissel, that you, and I'm sad that you made that joke. Yes, indeed. And it Disney disgusts World. me. Well, Disney is a sad place. And of course, I understand the backdrop of it's small world. Tears streaming me. down your face. Yeah. Your business has been demolished. You don't like, but you know what? I, you know what I'll say, and maybe this is kind of controversial. I'm glad they didn't kill their families first. Is that I nice? agree. I think that's refreshing. I completely agree with. I you completely know, agree with that. You know who's back in Chris? Who's back for Christmas? Who? Bigfoot baby. Bigfoot for Christmas. Okay. Ooh, I love that Hallmark movie. Only one for Christmas is Bigfoot, and then Bigfoot shows up. Rails wow. your mother. Yeah. Yeah, oh yeah. Whoa, what about Barb? Because he's got that fucking dark matter penis, and he, he can fold it into tridimensional space. Now, this is really good new footage. Mm-hmm. I want this. We did last week. We talked about the the UFO Bigfoot invasion of Pennsylvania in 1973. Yes, so, can, so much fun. But this kind of came up. We talk about synchronicity. There's a good, real good, real good. UFO, this is a real good Bigfoot footage. All right. I don't want to show this to you. We're going to show it. Oh, well, you know, we'll probably put the snippet or whatever. We'll pop it up in there. Sure. And you'll see it. So we want you to see it. But like, look at this, man. This is as good. Like, this is pretty good. Okay. Now, this came from the Rocky Mountain Sasquatch Organization. <laughs> right? This is uh-huh. Ontario, Ontario, Canada. It was, right. it was shown by a boater, right? And as you can see, I'm going to do, I'm going to show you let's, this little clip yeah, right here. So you can see it. Now, watch this right now. It's like a beautiful water. It very is. nice trees, very, very good foliage. Yeah. Recently, we have seen a lot of photos and videos of Bigfoot yep. in the area. Yeah. Here is one of the latest Bigfoot sightings captured by some boaters. 
I'll play it through, and then I'll zoom in on the subject, and then play it again at full speed, and then slow it down so that we can get a better look at the Sasquatch-like subject on video. It appears the boaters are going closer to land. They're going closer. Here, now I'll show you, right? This is When I replay this again, I want you to notice the camera's doing moonwalk. He's doing the moonwalk. He's doing the moonwalk. Now he's going forward. Look at that fucking bipedal long arms. Yes, indeed. Is that you? I know you were in Canada. You ain't going to Canada. It kind of does look like that a little bit. I love the Canadian people. He's doing that backwards walk. It's difficult to get in and out there. Look, now he's going forward again. This is they're doing this. He's not doing this. The bigfoot's yeah. not walking back and forth. No, they the are reversing just it back and forth. Walk there, so he, but he, he definitely presented himself to the people. Dude, in look the at boat. it though. That's a fucking. That's good fur. You could see the musculature mm -hmm. as you get closer. You can see the musculature oh, yeah, under that's not the a fur. Person. Yeah, there's right? no way. No, it's it is something. It's solid. Look at him. He's got the long strides. I think we can agree it's something. Absolutely, and I want to believe. That indeed, that is. I'm a actually big really foot. surprised because I figured that of all the people that would be receptive, I'm receptive to it. I just don't want my people to be hunted. Oh no! Um, and also, we need to leave the Bigfoot alone. So Everybody's, that's the thing with no the Bigfoot. No one wants to. No one really wants to shoot the Bigfoot. That's oh. all they talk about. But is. in the South, they want to shoot the Bigfoot. No, and everywhere. Technically, the author. The, the, I watched. We, to, we no, talked to JW, and he said that fucking he wants to kill. Bigfoot, everyone yeah. wants a corpse. Everybody wants one corpse, but we don't know how many they are. There are, but I like so here. one might decimate their population. I want you to notice the camouflage color of the Bigfoot. The grass and the foliage on the ground. This comes from the singular well, forest. Singular forty. No, no, it's foliage. Oh. Right, it's same color. Nearly the same color. This is comes directly. This is a quote from RMSO investigator Kelly Shaw. Now, just amazing camouflage, right? Just great color for the environment, right? Now he's saying it straight up. I'm not seeing. It's Bigfoot. It just looks like Bigfoot. Okay, right? so he's, I think saying it he's not saying it is. No, no, I'm saying it's not. All right, I'm saying it looks like it. I, I think it walks really fluidly. If someone set this up, it looks like they would have practiced because the yes. fluidity that it moves, it reminds me of Patty. And you Patty remember the Bigfoot. The, the, original, the original, the OG. So this week, in honor of Christmas, fuck Christmas, fuck you, Christmas. We discovered the snake clit and. Bigfoot. This is, I feel Isn't like that we interesting? are finally, We're things are there. changing. Things might be changing. Things we, are really UFOs changing. UFOs are real. Bigfoot are out in Canada, which again makes perfect sense. If I, mean, I was in, can, if I was a Bigfoot, Canada, nice cool weather, good fish, good water. Oh, absolutely. You got the fucking, they don't, they, there's got lots of open land, except the one thing about Canadians and then the Canadian land areas, are like they have filled a lot of their empty space with uh, the oil digging like industry, there's a uh -huh. lot of oil out there, which might disturb Bigfoot homes. Absolutely. Well, let's come back to America for a second. Salt, right? You want it uh, in order to salt the streets when it gets cold. Oh, I think you want to put it on food. Or, or that as well. But you want to season the streets also. Mm. In McQueen, Tennessee, oh, okay. there's a salt barn, right? All right. Now, and, and so they, this is just a place filled with salt. With salt. Okay. And they found a human heart. And everyone's like, well... Unless this salt has become sentient and grew a human heart, who the fuck does this belong to? So they just, there was literally just a separate human heart. There's just a rogue human heart. Um, T-dot workers were just combing through and just doing what, what they do with the salt. And then they're like, this is a weird shaped rock. And then they found out it was a human heart. Davis says, I've got 32 years in law enforcement. I do have to say this is probably is in the top five. of it? There's a picture of the salt. Uh, he says, I do have to but say But there's no this. picture of the heart. Well, and we can click on the link here. 
Uh, he says, I do believe this is one of the, well, let's see here. He says, I do believe this is one of the top five most bizarre things he's ever seen. So Wait this is in the Wait, top okay. five. Actually, I feel like our episode should feature the other four. Yeah. What are the, what's the other weirdest thing he's ever seen at the salt house? I don't know. Salt barn? Uh, the salt barn. Where does salt come from? Salt How do we get the water? Salt? What are you talking about? The ocean. Do you know? Rocks break apart. The ocean breaks rocks apart and releases salt. Yeah, what the fuck, man? Also, by the way, Salt Bay tried Just to squeeze up. his way into talking with Messi after the World Cup. What a fucking bitch. Salt Bay is horrible. He's not I, good. I, it's, the steak is horrible. Yeah, and he's the, an the asshole. restaurant in New York bombs. And there's one here that's super expensive. Anyway, no, they don't show a picture of the human heart. But the mystery here is everyone's like, Anyone missing a heart? Did, yeah, they, did, yeah, exactly. just, did it fall off the truck? Good with this, I wonder. I wonder if a side story is lpotl at gmail.com. Can enough of a body dissolve in salt? Can it be put in there and then have it have it, absor- it, it dissolve? Uh, I feel like it's the opposite. I don't think it, it gets, preserves it. It. Gets, it preserved if it gets put in salt. I think it kind of pickles it. That's what I thought. Mm. What did someone just throw? They know it's human. They said it's a human heart. Uh, according to Davis, he says, somebody somewhere knows, and we're seeking information. I always reach out to the public if you happen to have any idea or just an inclination. So go blow up the phone lines there and just be like, ah, no, it's not mine. It's I not got mine. mine. I, I, last time I checked out was alive. Yeah, he says, we are just going to keep doing that until we feel really good that there's no other remains here on the seed. That means nothing. So they're combing through all the salt to be like, is there a leg in here? Well, yeah, yeah. Uh, obviously now it's like, where's, but this is my other question. Where is this salt going to? Is this all street salt or this is this is food street salt? salt okay, 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 okay. No, okay, no, this is not. I okay. mean, maybe Salt Bay would use it at his restaurant. Yeah, I fucking can see him doing it. Um, but no, this is just your run-of-the-mill, nasty-ass street salt. Okay, all right. I cool, didn't that's realize fine. it got that cold in Tennessee, but what do I know? Well, you got the mountains, man. You got the blue ridges. You got the brown ridges, which is what I get if I don't wipe properly. Then you have the... Um, you the the, the the blue wind of, of Magunka. Yes, indeed. David, have, you tra- have you even been a part of the blue wind of Magunka? I, I live it every night when I go to the restroom. Davis is appreciative of the T-Dot workers who acted on an uneasy feeling and called police. This is what he says. He says, they did act out of suspicion and and my hat's off to them. I actually wonder if it was one of those things that they're in the office and one of them hears, keeps hearing that bum, 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 bum. Ooh, the telltale salt It's horse. the beating of that terrible heart. And then he oh went out there digging God. through the salt. And they're like, stop it, Terry, stop it. And then they're like, damn it, Terry, you're the best salt worker we've ever had. The Tennessee Bureau of Investigation says I bet the- you they're mad that they found the salt, the heart. Well, it's not a fun day. Well, it I grinds mean, well, everything to a halt. To be honest with you, it's probably fun. I mean, yeah, it did something different because it's not just piles and piles and piles of salt. Yeah, so the Tennessee Bureau of Investigation determined it's an adult male. And uh, they don't Why, know because it was broken. <laughs> <laughs> Love raffle. is difficult. Well, raffle uh, indeed. So anyway, uh, don't uh, I'm happy they got it before they put it on the street and then you run over a, a heart on your with your car. And I don't know. And... It'd be kind of fun. Live from your grave. Boy, Texas beat is a sauce and allows you to sauce like you mean it. It's what people gather around. It's generosity in its simplest form, and it's a swagger people have who know what's good. Each Texas Pete hot sauce is packed with bold, balanced flavor. This signature tanginess is what makes it a legendary hot sauce that can be used on just about anything. It's been at the center of dinner table since 1929 and is still heating things up today. You're definitely going to want to try 
every flavor. The original hot sauce has a famous secret blend of fermented peppers. The hotter hot sauce is three times hotter than the original, and not for the faint of heart. Sabor! By Texas Pete adds authentic Mexican flavor, and their dust-dry seasoning matches the flavor of the original hot sauce and a flavorful dry rub. Tell you what, the other day I was having myself a good old refried bean burrito, and I wanted a little bit of kick to my morning, so I got myself some cha Texas Pete sriracha sauce, and I smothered those refried beans and that cheese and them eggs in a whole bunch of cha and it started off my day correct. Texas Pete, sauce like you mean it. Visit TexasPete.com and use the store locator to find Texas Pete products as well as purchase sauces and get recipe inspiration. And use the promo code PODCAST24 for 20% off at TexasPete.com. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding work-life balance can be tough. But Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. With the new guided design system, Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website optimized for every device. Get your website discovered fast with integrated, optimized SEO tools. Plus, make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. And that helps you save time. I know I'm sitting on about two literal wheelbarrows filled with Horse pics. Now, part of the issue has been is a lot of these pictures are getting stopped at customs because some of them do depict various world leaders in horse-like circumstances that seems to be pinging a lot of these custom agents' accounts. Now, so what I've done to do is like, so while I'm trying to work on hand smuggling these horse pics over various country borders... I then also have time because Squarespace is doing all the other ad work for me to go and work on my killdozer at home. So thank you, Squarespace, for allowing me to diversify in the best way possible for this country. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial when you're ready to launch. Go to squarespace.com slash left to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. This episode is brought to you by Philo. Do you love TV? Yeah, we do. Do you love saving money? Oh my God, you bet! Then Philo may be your solution. Philo has shows, movies, and live TV for just $25 a month. You can even try it for free with their seven-day free trial. That's amazing! No contracts, no commitments, no hassles. It's just a better way to watch TV. Get with it, people. Philo has an unlimited DVR for one year. Save all your favorite shows so you can watch on your own schedule. Philo allows for multiple profiles and multiple streams, meaning that your children or significant other can't ruin your queue. Never miss a minute of shows like, oh, RuPaul's Drag Race. You're going to watch it. You're going to love it. You're going to get involved with it. And it's an extravaganza. You're going to love it. With Philo, you can start watching in seconds for less money and less hassle. Try it yourself with their seven-day free trial. Sign up today at philo.tv slash left. That's P-H-I-L-O dot TV slash L-E-F-T to get 50% off your first month. Fernando and I were talking right before performing is that I also have a, um, I, I have that intrusive thought all the time of hitting pedestrians. 
Like we're it's imagining not an intrusive one, thought. It's called driving safely. But it's one imagining them jumping into the street and me like hitting. Yeah, it's somebody. called being aware when driving. I know, but it scares me. That's not an intrusive thought. But an intrusive thought would be you actively trying to hit them. You that's actually you. That's you attempting to drive safely. Yeah, but I find I, there are people I want to hit. I know that's but, the, intrusive, let, but that's but yeah, the intrusive thought. But that's why I'm the other God. thought is just good driving. When I'm behind the wheel, it's like I'm God Himself, no, and then you're I not. choose who lives and who I'm dies. not even bringing up your personal life. It has been a difficult <laughs> week. All right, I need to get out of this year. I need to get past Christmas. Okay, but they were not Christmas. my fault. I have to get past this fucking holiday. I fucking absolutely hate this holiday. All right, but I'm with it. I'm jolly as fuck. All right, I am as I'm. Oh, I I'm reinventing myself. All right, look at my hair. I do like it. And I got Your I dyed my hair. Fuller. Look, and this is what I another thing that I've been saying that no one believes that I have more hair than it appears that I do because my hair is very light. It's it very is blonde. very clear. And then when I put another color in it, you can see that the hairs are there. And I don't sound like a ranting person at the bus stop until no. I find myself in this place. Absolutely. Well, you'll enjoy this. People like you have been around for a long time. What? At handsome least, leaders? At least eleven thousand years. Did you see this carving of this dude holding his dick? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's the first ever. They, they understand it's the first ever narrative. The first ever narrative that they think that they have caught is this carving that is of it's in Turkey. It's 11,000 years old. It's a carving of a man holding his penis while surrounding by leopards. And they think <laughs> it's the oldest known depiction of a of a like a scene. They yes, said indeed. it's engraved together to depict a narrative, according to Elem Ozegadan. A-A-M. Perfect. You got that. But this is what's so interesting. So a man holding his cock with two leopards on either side. Do you think he's defending himself against the leopards using the power of his penis? It could be one of those. So if those are the two leopards that he's trying to decide behind, right? Because they talk about the side between. They talk about that story of like, you know, the two wolves. sex with. Yeah, no, no, no. It's the ones you feed. Spiritually, each man has a duality to him. And that the penis itself might be him saying, it's the questions. It's the two leopards going, do you fuck her? Don't fuck her. Fuck her. Don't fuck her. Mm-hmm. And you got the penis in your hands and you're wondering, and you're looking at the two separate leopards be like, which do I listen to? The one that knows that I'm horny as fuck or the one that knows that woman might turn around mm. and fucking set my whole life on fire. Well, researchers, again, I think they're um, inferring a little Everybody's bit Everybody's very horny right now. These are, there's a lot of like, Pent-up sexual, absolutely. Well, there's some of the horniest people out there. Uh, so researchers say the scene depicted, quote, it reflects the complex relationship between humans, the natural world, and the animal life that surrounded them See? during the transition to sedentary lifestyle. But also, what if they just drew a bunch of cats with a dude holding his dick? They might have. And then we didn't see at this point that there were like big, t- big tits on the leopards that have been right. cut off by time. Because I don't think like if you're just well, like they always put so much into art. I think that you're doing you're actually you're in your own way, as you always do. You're accidentally very wise. It's true. It's that idea of like, is it allegorical or was it just the only like, two things they could draw. The guy's like, cool, it's fucking, he's holding his dick. See what I just made? Yeah, I don't know. And then I his actually, buddy knows how to draw leopards. He's like, draw some leopards around him. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. No, no, no. Because, but again, if they don't come up, if scientists, we they have to come up with these stories, right? I, I obviously think that there must be, there must be some way to tell this, but I we don't know. It's outside of our pay grade, right? Even though, because it's actually much lower than ours. Because it's scientists. They don't Good get paid as much Good looking ding money. dong, by the way. It's I know, nice. it's, it's healthy. He's got a big hog. But it's this, uh, you know. They have to come up with these stories to get funding. 
So they That's have true. to say it's a part of a big story. But I, it might be because I do believe in the mysteries of ancient people. So they, they might have been more close to a more psychic understanding of the universe. I don't know. Well, I think that they were, to be honest. I mean, not to be a conspiratorial. There's a lot of uh, energy in the air that wasn't there back then. I think people before Twitter, Whoa. we would actually know. We would know. Oh, I no. think our communication was better. <laughs> and 5G. <laughs> oh, God. Go, 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 go. I think I did five five G's. All right. Um, do we have a uh, do we have time? How long have we been doing this episode? Okay. I want to do this. I might save this. Yeah, save it. Because um, I have a really good scary puppet story. And then it's good. I'll save it because it's okay. this is too this is too good. This is too good. I got a good scary puppet story, but I'm gonna wait because I already did my big foot. Also, on top of it, I think I'll cover this story, but there's a facial recognition story involving the Rock Cats that I think is very interesting because basically, long story short, this mom who is a lawyer, she has a lawsuit her company does against MSG. She was kicked out of Radio City Music Hall because she wanted to go watch the Rock Cats using facial recognition ID. It's weird. They were like, ma'am, you got to go. And it's very fucking trippy. And it's happening now. And it's been a slow, it's been, we've been talking about it for 30 years. But I mean, like the fact that they saw her go in the lobby and were able to catch her in that moment in time where it's like, as far as I'm concerned with theater employees, I'd be like, I'm not fucking kicking somebody out. I don't really, I don't give a shit that you all, you're suing my boss. Boo. Exactly. Well, we're, I'm not going to say doomed. But, no, we're uh, not doomed. Well, let's look at civil liberties every we now and again. Can dudes. we look at, okay, anyway, let's do Hero of the Week. So this week's Hero of the Week is a gal. She is a woman and she's very nice. She's the manager of a Minnesota liquor store, and she uh, she saw this dude walking around, and he had boxes for for shoes. Oh, that's nice. Okay, yes. and so she took the boxes away. Nope, she gave him a retro pair of Jordans, which isn't that nice. Uh, what kind? Brick- what uh, can I see? What colorway? Uh, Do you know what shoes there? Let's see here. They're these. They're nice shoes. They're just good old fashioned Georgians. No, anyway, it was, fucking, yeah, these, this is a retro. What is this? this it's fucking, a, well, that's this what they said. Three? It's retro. Yes, that might be a fucking. Is that, oh man, she well, it give doesn't him a matter. New he was one? wearing that's boxes sad, though, before. If you really want to give him something fucking up, so you want to give him a fucking Air Jordan one or a three. Yeah, or it a doesn't. Four. I don't think it matters. That, was, that's got good resale value. This yeah, is. Just I don't something. think he has a Etsy account, so hey, it doesn't really matter. Anyway, she's not going to move any hype beast needles at all. Okay. Well, anyway, that's sad. I wish. So her name is Talia Thomas. And uh, she's locally known as Ace. And she oh, said cool. it was a split second decision. So he's like, bro, you got uh, you got boxes for shoes. That's awesome. Here's a pair of Jordans, which isn't that sweet. I, I All kidding aside, I think that's nice. Yes, indeed. I attempted to give a homeless man who was walking barefoot on a 150 degree day a pair of sandals. But uh, he said my my feet were too big. Yeah, but that's perfect. And this actual that's way better for than your feet being too small. Mm-hmm. Also, runner up here of the week is Snoop Dogg and Willie Nelson. They, uh, Snoop Dogg told a story about how they were playing dominoes in Amsterdam on 420. And uh, it was the first time that Snoop wanted to stop smoking, but he didn't want to stop smoking because it was with uh, oh, Willie, with yeah. Willie Nelson. And uh, he'll so- smoke you under the table. Yeah, so uh, apparently it was a uh, Tom Brady was giving this conversation, and uh, why to- was Tom Brady spilling somebody else's story? I don't know. Why are we listening to this Easter Island looking motherfucker? Why? So- why do we care <laughs> what Tom know. Brady says? Well, he says Snoop Play was the football. most stoned. I know. Get back to football. He's he asked Snoop what was the most stoned you've ever been in your whole life, oh. and Snoop responded. With Willie fucking Nelson. Oh, sure, sure, sure. And sure, sure. Uh, it was him. Amsterdam awesome. on 420. And yes. they said they just went to his hotel room. They were just playing dominoes and getting stoned. And I cannot even, I mean, that just must have been. The plumes I in just, there, man. And you just pay that money. That's also what I've learned, too. If you're traveling internet, you just pay that cleaning bill. 
Yeah. And they just smoke inside. Yep. He was like, Snoop said, it was me and him playing dominoes one-on-one. He's whooping my ass, and I'm just getting higher and higher and higher. He just keeps on passing it to me, and I'm like, this old motherfucker is out smoking me. So Willie still got it's it. It's incredible. I love Snoop, and I love Willie. And God, I love it, man. I've got, I I want to see him before he dies. I don't know if I will. Well, Snoop is the, gen- no, no. No, no, it's Snoop we'll see before he dies. I'm yeah, saying Snoop Willie. Snoop we will. Man, that up and smoke tour DVD. Remember the DVD set? Oh, yeah, dude. It was very fun. Anyway, that's those... when music was music. That's all right. It wasn't all this mumbling, okay? Everyone's <laughs> name wasn't like little, little bit bips. All right. They bips. were they had real names like Snoop Doggy Dog. He Absolutely. had three names, just like Lee Harvey Oswald. Absolutely. And that made him a real American. Well, he's the uh, he, he kills a lot of fresh beats. Ooh, oh, okay. Same thing there. with Rachel Ray. Okay. Now, here's a listener email. I am very excited by this. I want to reach out to this person. This is fascinating. I'm a professional online creep hunter. Like the subject line states, I find ACMs, what are with an acronym for adults contacting minors. Mm. And I'm not talking about coal miners, right? No, indeed not. Uh, you could call a minor, a real miner. And because, again, they work so hard. You're going to go with this pun. You're just going to continue on with that pun. I just, <laughs> That's I, great. I'm, we're almost done. Really good. We're almost done. Really good. Um, minor or minor? I just, it's we're, a difference. It's a difference in wordplay. Uh, we're so close to yep. the break. Really good. Um, now, to clarify, I work for a nonprofit that seeks to help kids stay safer online. So I'm not just logging on all vigilante Casey Jones street justice style, which is sweet, though. You should. Casey Jones. We work with law enforcement and everything's legit. Now, as you can imagine, I run into stuff like the Riverside cop story fairly often. We talked about this story mm-hmm. last week where the cop that was a recently made cop in Virginia, he quote unquote seduced a girl online that was way underage. He came, he visited her pretending to be a teenager. When he showed up, he killed her family and, and took her off. Jesus hospital. Christ. Really fucked up. Uh, when I'm pretending to be a teen and talking to ACMs, I'm often getting love bombed, complimented, blah, blah, blah. These people are also seeking validation most of the time. I.e., do you think I'm handsome? Is it big? Do you think Ugh. it's really big? Am I hotter than the boys you go to school with? And of course, I always say yes with some string of emojis. What's troubling is that some of these people who are reaching out to minors online are in positions of power, you know, like teachers, coaches, cops, the list goes on. Mm -hmm. When Henry and Ben were talking about how they might deal with having kids, Ben mentions giving them a PlayStation. Now, as a gamer, I totally support this, but also literally anything that has a chat element is a place where grooming occurs. Basically, what I'm saying is that bad people are online. I think most people Mm -hmm. know that that's a given, but the best way to prevent your kid from being abused online is to make sure they feel like they can come to you if something happens, ensure that they know that it's not their fault, and talk to them about online safety, which can essentially be boiled down to not talking to people they don't know online, Mm -hmm. even if they think they're a kid their own age. Often, it's not. Usually, they have bad intentions. So sometimes, terrible shit happens. Anyways, this isn't meant to scare parents or whatever, but mostly just to inspire them to start an open and safe conversation with their children. You know what's inspiring me? We need a whole movement of bringing back disconnected gaming. I mean the GameCube. Just ga- the yes. GameCube We're is just awesome. you and your buddies. It, you you can only buddies. play with the people that are in the room. I think they we'll get there. We'll, I hope so. I think we're now doing you have the, to be online. I think there's going to be a Luddite rollback at some point. Well, we're there is, yeah, this. we kind of discussed that on on last top ad as well. There's a the children. I do have faith that they're like fuck it. Yeah, this I'm sucks. Sick of social media. Yeah, yeah, like, like they, and their the lives are already 24 hours monitored. Yeah, and, they suck. They they hate. They it sucks. They want it. They, I know that most of them want off the wheel. Yes, indeed. Um, and I got one more story to be manipulated. Yeah, be manipulated. Being manipulated. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I grew up in Salt Lake City. No, I'm not a Mormon. Quite opposite. I'm actually a goth. 
chick. Now, as a goth chick in Salt Lake, you learn all the local haunts and spooky places to hang out. We know for a fact there's a massive, like, goth and punk community in SL. I'm also going to say it's not opposite. I can see Mormons getting kind of gothic. Well, of course, because they also believe that they're going to go own their own planet. It's kind of gothic. It gets weird. Yeah. Now... Many hangouts that we go to are given due to our local history. The Gilgal the Gilgal Gardens, which they've been to, which is like it has that like sphinx and shit. It's really in Salt Lake City. Yes. Oh, beautiful man! I I climbed up that hill to go to uh, the Mormon Museum. Kate Bush. Kate Bush. Uh, But man, it's fucking beautiful. It is. It can can be nice, right? And of course, there's Memory Grove. Now, usually uh, originally intended as a military tribute park, Memory Grove includes several wonders, such as the headstone walkways, a meditation chapel, tanks, and of course, a fabled favorite, the remains of a witch's cabin. When I think meditation, I think tanks. That's I mean, that's yeah. when I sleep the best. Mm-hmm. When I'm when I'm in a tank. Nice. <laughs> Regular old Dukakis. Okay. No. Originally intended as a all right. So one night in my youth, we decided it would be cool to go check it out at like three o'clock in the morning, like you do. Thinking that we might get in trouble, we agreed that instead of going in through the main entrance at the front of the park, we'd park in the adjacent neighborhood and hike down through the back. Okay. This was a bad idea. Oh. Upon entering the wooded area, we quickly realized that there were many people there watching us. Not just any normal people. They were dirty, disheveled, and dressed in tattered clothing. Mm. Not only did they look creepy, but they also behaved very strangely. Like many steep hikes, this path was broken into switchbacks. And at the end of every turn, there stood about two or three of them. They stood motionless, said nothing, only stared intensely. Due to the narrow width of the path, we were forced to shuffle past them in a single file, almost brushing against them. Finally, when we reached the bottom, we hustled into a speedy walk, distanced ourselves, only to find out that there were more. There in the park, we saw several of them down on their hands and knees, lapping water out of the creek that runs through the park. Oh, okay. He stopped drinking to watch us walk by with that same intense stare, not, still not saying a word. Our speedy walk turned into a jog at this point but because we, we were determined to get the hell out of there. Sure. As we at last reached the front gate, once we were out, we started to relax, even smile at how fucked up the situation was. So did that really happen? Whoa. It was at that point, however, that our smiles were quickly wiped off our faces and our fears were confirmed as a fire truck with its sirens blaring drove by and we heard them. The people from inside the park they all started howling. They howled. All ah! right. Ah! Howl. All right. Wow. Very good. That was well, creepy. That was hope, creepy. I uh, hope everyone has a very creepy holiday season. We're going to put this 2022. You're going to put, put it right it to bed. Fucking and we'll take a fucking pillow. And I'm going to smother it. I want to wanna just put 2022 in a fucking casket. We're covered in dirt. Mm-hmm. Right? We're covered in dirt. We're dancing on top of the grave. Yeah, absolutely. We're free 2023, man. <laughs> this is the like year that. it all turns around. There you go. I'm calling it right now, Fernando. It's definitely not. I'm not dooming anybody. Well, 23, Michael Jordan. Maybe that's good. Maybe that's a good sign. Yeah, sure. kind of a lucky number in some way. Yes, people like it. So, yeah, or it'll be some other fucking year and God knows what the Yeah, maybe I'll lose the ability to use my legs because like, I wasn't able to use my arms for half this year. So. Mm. All right, everyone. Well, thank you all so much for listening. Hail yourselves. Hail Satan. Magustalations, everyone. A beautiful holiday season. Yeah, And I hope great. you go out there and you just you love the fact that it only, at least Christmas is only once. And well. so it's done, right? And it's just one fucking day. It's just one day. You just got to get to that day fucking day. Itself. It's, what it, it's, it's the lead up. Stuff, yeah, it's yeah. a lead up. Right. And then you can just you can you can laugh knowing that, hey, you know, I'm not going to kill this year. I'm not going to kill this. Year. Not going. This to. is the year 
I no, I do one of those shadow puppets. Well, Instead of good. killing my family, I'm going to show them all of the wonderful shadow puppets I can make. That's and we'll good. all laugh and laugh and laugh. And yeah, they'll wonder why. They'll wonder why you've done this. You wonder why you've barricaded mm -hmm. the doors and you've covered yourself in kerosene. But it's only mm -hmm. just because you want them all to know how serious you are about the shadow puppet show you're going to do. Absolutely. Because if they don't all just sit for a fucking second mm -hmm. and watch this show, you're going to emoliate yourself and the entire fucking building. Well, you want to live like the mom from Hereditary. That's yeah, that's. Fun. I really think so. Whoa, that's one way to floss. Okay, Another everyone. fucking holiday season in the goddamn casket. We'll talk to you next year. Yeah, so see you next year. <laughs> <laughs> so you remember, next year we got next week we have off. It's Christmas break. Everybody's fucking leaving. So we're we're coming back, and you'll they know. we have such a big thick fucking series coming up when we come back. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. You're gonna be like, mm -hmm. oh, what is this milk? What's up on a milk? Well, it's not very thick, usually. But... All right, everyone. Talk to you soon. Bye. He'll say then. He'll be. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. If there's anything better than getting a few of your favorite things from McDonald's, it's getting a few of your favorite things from McDonald's for less in the McDonald's app. Mm. Delicious. Order in the McDonald's app today. Ba -da -ba -ba -ba. Right now, only in the app. Enjoy a breakfast sandwich for just $1, like a sausage McMuffin with egg. Offer valid one time per day from 429 to 512 24 at participating McDonald's. Must opt into rewards. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It says here I have to talk about something I need to get off my chest, and I guess I can share it here. I, I eat mayonnaise for fun. It's a hobby of mine, and it's an addiction. And it's a daily weight on my life. How much I need whipped egg whites and oil crammed into my veins. As soon as I wake up, and a lot of people carry around a lot of different stressors, big and small. Some people are presidents. Some people are soldiers. Some people have to eat mayonnaise, especially with hard-boiled eggs, which is what I eat for lunch. But I guess I should share that in therapy. Because therapy is a safe place to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. And what I do is I just add eggs if I have mayonnaise left over. I just continue to add the eggs. But if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. I hope they can help me. My God. I hope they can help me. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash LastPod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash LastPod.